Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The music video for Soul Asylum's Runaway Train is famous for featuring the pictures and details of missing people, inspired by kids on a milk carton. Different versions of the video were made for different countries three from across the United States, and one each for Australia, Canada and the United Kingdom. The majority of these people featured in this video have since been found. Of the 25 missing children featured in the US version, only 11 are still missing. In Australia, several of the victims of Ivan Malata are amongst the numbers. I may do a follow-up episode in this series discussing those featured that are now considered sold. But the ones we will discuss today are in the minority and are classified as still missing. Sadly, for most of these cases, the information available is almost non-existent. But we will bring you all that is available so they are not forgotten. The missing runaway train children, this week, are mysteriously listed. Number 8. Martha Dunn 15-year-old Martha Dunn had been visiting relatives in Oklahoma when her parents brought her back to Dangerfield, Texas on September 4, 1990, to start the new school year. Martha was not happy about leaving her 17-year-old boyfriend, Eric Owens, behind, which resulted in an explosive argument with her parents. Martha was last seen by her parents at 2.20pm on September 5, 1990. Phone records show Martha called her boyfriend Eric at 10pm, but the next day both Martha and Eric were gone. Martha and Eric were drug users at the time of their disappearances, and police believe that this may be related to their disappearances. Martha's family believe that they may have been kidnapped by a drug dealer, But given there was no ransom demand, there is no evidence that this is the case. Police believe Martha and Eric left on their own accord, and unconfirmed sightings seem to support this theory. A few weeks after she was last seen, Martha's father got a call from a friend in Oklahoma. This friend claimed that he saw the couple dirty and hungry, that he cleaned them up and gave them food. But when police went to investigate the sighting, there was no evidence the couple were in the area. Other sightings in Haywood, Oklahoma, suggested the couple may be living with Eric's aunt, but she would deny these claims. Another possible destination Martha and Eric may have been headed to was Kansas, possibly the Wichita area where Eric's mother lived. This has never been confirmed either. Martha Dunn was 15 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was 5 foot 4 and 95 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Martha had noticeable gaps between her teeth. If Martha is still alive today, she would be 46 years old. Number 7. 
number seven, John Lango. 17-year-old John Lango was last seen leaving his family home in Pottsville, Pennsylvania on January 1st, 1988. John was your typical high school student. He was well-liked, close to his family and got average grades. He liked baseball, riding his bicycle and hanging out with his girlfriend Kristen. John was also a talented breakdancer and would often travel to New York City to participate in competitions. During his senior year of high school, though, John had allegedly became introverted and sullen. His relationship was going through a rough patch, and he was feeling uncertain about what he was going to do after school and with his future. He would often talk about quitting school and trying his luck breakdancing professionally in New York City. New Year's Eve 1987. John and Kristen got into an argument about their night's plans. Kristen wanted the couple to go to a party at her friend's home, whilst John wanted to stay at home with his family. As a result, the couple went their separate ways to do their own thing, with John's friend David joining him at the Lango family home. As the night progressed, David had gotten intoxicated and there was an altercation. The police were called and David was arrested. This seemed to agitate John, who said, quote, Screw this, I'm out of here, and told his 10-year-old brother Timothy he was going to walk to the store. Timothy attempted to follow John down the street, last seeing his brother getting into a car he didn't recognise. Unfortunately, Timothy does not remember any identifying features of this car either, and John never returned home and is never seen again. There has been no developments since John disappeared, besides some mention online that maybe John was later seen at a bush party. But as far as I can tell in my research, these sightings were unconfirmed. Police initially considered John to be a runaway, but his social security number has never been used. Friends and family believe John would have never left his brothers or his girlfriend behind and believe foul play was involved. John Lango was 17 years old at the time of his disappearance. He was 6 foot 1 and 185 pounds with red hair and blue eyes. He was last seen wearing a grey jacket, blue jeans and Adidas sneakers. If John is still alive today, he would be 51 years old. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number 6. Kimberly Doss 16-year-old Kimberly Doss was last seen boarding a bus in Davenport, Iowa on September 27, 1982. She was taking a Greyhound bus to visit her father in Houston, Texas, but she would never arrive and her family would never see her again. However, this date is debated 
as during an interview with her aunt, she stated that Kimberley may have been missing as early as March 1980. Non-for-profit organisation Thursday's Child, which assists homeless and at-risk teenagers, they claim they spoke to Kimberley in 1984. They claim that Kimberley was working as a sex worker on Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, and she was working under a pimp named James Wiseman. She had straight bleach blonde hair and was working under the name Kimberly Gardner. One of the issues with this was that this woman was four inches taller than Kimberly was when she went missing. Her mother did not believe this was her daughter, and the investigators did not follow it up further. However, I researched this. Growth spurts happen around the time puberty starts, and they are usually done by 15 years old. During this time, it's not unusual to grow several inches in the span of a year. But I know that I went through puberty late, and it is possible that Kimberly may have too. Anyway, that's on the extreme end, but to me, it's not enough to rule out Kimberly Gardner as Kimberly Doss. Regardless, several years later, investigators changed their mind. They decided that most likely Kimberly Gardner and Kimberly Doss were one and the same person. But by this time, though, Kimberly Gardner was no longer in Hollywood and she has not been located since. Kimberly Doss was 16 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was 5 foot 2 and 125 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. However, she may now be using the alias Kimberly Gardner and be five foot six. She has a gap between her two upper front teeth. If Kimberly is still alive today, she would be 55 years old. Number five, Patrick Bentz. 11-year-old Patrick Bentz was last seen leaving the Pizza Chalet in Upland, California on January 20th, 1988. On the afternoon of Patrick's disappearance, he told his mother he was going with a friend to play basketball in Upland High School. Now, there was a basketball game that day, but it was played in Chino, California and not Upland. Instead, it seems that Patrick went with a friend to the Pizza Chalet on Foothill Boulevard and Lucid Avenue in Upland. They played video games there until around 9pm, when Patrick left with another unidentified boy to walk home. Patrick's parents waited up all night for him to come home, but he never did. They would report him missing early the following morning. Unfortunately, there is no further information is available in regards to Patrick's disappearance. Patrick Bentz was 11 years old at the time of his disappearance. He was 4 foot 7 and 90 pounds with brown hair and green eyes. Patrick also had skin discoloration on his lower left jawbone and he occasionally went by his middle name, Sean. Patrick was last seen wearing grey pants and white shoes. If Patrick is still alive today, he would be 45 years old. Number 4. Thomas Dean Gibson 
Two-year-old Thomas Dean Gibson was last seen playing in the front yard of his family home in Oregon on March 18, 1991. On this morning at around 11.30am, Thomas's father Larry, a deputy sheriff, was leaving to go on a jog. He remembers seeing his son playing in the front yard. Larry was also carrying a handgun as he wanted to shoot at any stray cats on his property. Larry would later tell police that he shot at a cat near where Thomas was playing, but he missed and continued on with his jog. When he returned 45 minutes later, Thomas was gone. However, Larry's behaviour after this would lead him to become the prime suspect in his son's disappearance. Despite members of the community searching for Thomas throughout the rural town, Larry stayed at home. He told the searchers to give up and go home because it had started snowing. And then law enforcement told Larry not to go to work that day, but he still got dressed in his uniform and left the property 25 minutes later. Larry later claiming he was checking rest stops for signs of Thomas and his abductors. Soon after, investigators received a mysterious letter which was signed Spot in the Road. They believed the anonymous author had vital information regarding Thomas's disappearance. But to date, more than 30 years later, the author of this letter has never come forward. Larry Gibson would be charged with the murder of his son Thomas in 1994. Prosecutors argued that Larry had a history of abusing his children and that he was under great stress at the time of Thomas's disappearance because he was responsible for the care of his four children while his wife attended her college classes. They theorised that Larry lost his temper and beat Thomas to death. In Larry's defence, his legal team would point to two witness sightings of Thomas's possible abduction that morning. That Larry's four-year-old daughter Karen witnessed an unidentified car pull into their driveway and a couple had taken Thomas. The woman was described as having long blonde hair and the man had dark hair and a scruffy beard. The second sighting was a neighbour driving back from the bank. She noticed an older gold or tan-coloured truck leaving the direction of the Gibson home. This vehicle stood out to her because the licence plate wasn't displayed. The two occupants in the vehicle matched that of who Karen saw earlier. Now, interestingly, neither the neighbour nor Karen mentioned this sighting during their initial police interviews. And for the record, years later, Karen would change her story, leading investigators to believe she was coached by Larry. Karen would later claim that she witnessed her father hit Thomas, that Larry put Thomas's body in a black plastic bag and then put the bag in the back of his patrol car. Despite passing a polygraph test, Larry was ultimately convicted of second-degree manslaughter in 1995. He continues to deny any involvement in his son's death. He was released from prison in late 1996 and has since published a website appealing for information on the whereabouts of his son. And despite Larry being convicted for his death, multiple agencies still classify Thomas's case as a non-family abduction. 
Larry and his wife separated in 2004. Larry Gibson now lives in Montana, and he is a country music performer. Thomas Dean Gibson was two years old at the time of his disappearance. He was two foot five and 35 pounds, with dark brown hair and brown eyes. He was last seen wearing a purple sweatshirt, grey pants, and black and white checkered sneakers. If Thomas is still alive today, he would be 33 years old. Number 3. Wilder May Benoit 14-year-old Wilder May Benoit was last seen in her home in Louisiana on July 23, 1992. Wilder's mother had picked her up from the hospital on this day after she had surgery on her shoulder. Wilda was out of it. She was heavily sedated from painkillers. Her mother put Wilda to bed still in her hospital gown to let her sleep and recuperate. Wilda's family left the home for a period of time, believing she would continue sleeping until they returned home. However, when they returned home, Wilda was gone and she was never seen again. Agencies initially classified her case as a runaway, However, Wilder's family are adamant she would never leave on her own accord. Interestingly, Wilder's stepsister made an online post in 2003 suggesting that maybe Wilder did run away to escape an unhappy situation. Quote, if Wilder May happens to read this, I would like to let her know that he has been sober for quite a while now. Unquote. It wouldn't be until 2005 that her case would be reclassified as missing endangered. Wilda May did have an older boyfriend at the time of her disappearance, but he had an alibi for the time she went missing and he never left the area afterward. Wilda May Benoit was 14 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was 5 foot and 100 pounds with brown hair and blue eyes. Wilda May had very noticeable dimples in both her cheeks. She was last seen wearing a hospital-issued gown. If Wilda May is still alive today, she would be 43 years old. Number 2. Byron Page 17-year-old Byron Page was last seen at a bus stop in Los Angeles, California on January 29, 1992. On this day, Byron had planned on taking the bus to a music store warehouse 20 miles away, a store he frequented regularly and was known by all the employees there. However, Byron never returned home and he was never seen again. Byron's parents tried to report him missing that night, but police refused to help until Byron had been missing for at least 24 hours. When they did take the missing persons report, this would be the exception to the missing persons rule, because Byron was never considered a runaway and his disappearance was classified as endangered missing almost immediately. Byron was happy at the time of his disappearance, he was looking forward to getting his driver's licence. All his belongings were left behind, his clothing, beloved comic book collection, and the money saved for an upcoming ski trip. They were all still in his bedroom. Byron was an excellent student with a perfect attendance record, 
and he was already accepted to several colleges throughout California. For these reasons, Byron's family and authorities do not believe he left on his own accord. But then, what happened to him? We know that Byron got on the bus, but what happened after that remains a mystery almost 30 years later. He never did make it to the music store, as the employees do not recall seeing him there that day. Byron would always chat with them about new music and life while he browsed at the store, but that never happened. A poster on Web Sleuths theorised that because Byron was wearing gang colours on the day he disappeared, that possibly it made him an unfortunate target. Did a mistaken identity by a rival gang member result in Byron's unfortunate death? Result in Byron's untimely death? Byron Page was 17 years old at the time of his disappearance. He is African-American, 5 foot 8, and 160 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. He sometimes went by his middle name, Eric. Brian was last seen wearing a blue and white jacket, a blue baseball cap, and black pants. If Byron is still alive today, he would be 45 years old. Number 1. Andrea Durham 13-year-old Andrea Durham was last seen in her home in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, on February 1, 1990. Andrea lived with her mother Roseanne and older sister Ashley at the Royal Apartments on the corner of Colonial Drive and Mayflower Avenue. That evening, at around 7.30pm, Roseanne and Ashley were going out to attend a meeting, leaving Andrea home alone to finish her homework and do some vacuuming while they were gone. Roseanne called Andrea an hour later to let her know she was coming home to cook dinner. She would later report that Andrea sounded normal and the conversation was not unusual. But when they returned home at 9.15, the house was unlocked, with no sign of forced entry. Andrea's purse and other personal belongings were still in her bedroom. The vacuum cleaner was still set up in the living room, which was unusual because the girls would always put it away when they were finished. As seems to be the story with almost every case we talked about today, the police initially classified her disappearance as a runaway. Roseanne recently moved herself and the two girls to a new city and apartment, which Andrea was unhappy about. But Roseanne saw it as a fresh start, as Andrea had recently gotten into trouble with law enforcement as she had been a lookout while other children stole money from vehicles in a restaurant parking lot. For her role in the crimes, Andrea was sentenced to community service. Ashley stated that Andrea was not upset or worried about it, though, and all charges have since been voided. But because she wasn't worried, Roseanne does not believe her daughter would have left on her own accord. She would later describe Andrea as very mellow, sweet and loving, that she was afraid to go out by herself, that Andrea was a good student who enjoyed camping, tennis, dancing and going to the beach. She was very spiritual for someone her age. 
Police did investigate the possibility that Andrea's disappearance may have been connected to two men. Mark Reeb and William Alex Wells III. Reeb and Wells were convicted of kidnapping and murdering a woman in Saratosa, Florida in 1989. There is no forensic link between Andrea's disappearance and the two men, but the possibility has never been ruled out. Investigators believed that Andrea remained in the area for a short time after she disappeared, but if she was on the streets, she probably didn't survive long and she is now deceased. Her mother, Roseanne, now lives in South Carolina and she has never given up that she will see her daughter again. Andrea Durham was 13 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was 5 foot 3 and 110 pounds, with long, curly, auburn blonde hair and green eyes. She was last seen wearing a black sweater, black stone-washed jeans and white tennis shoes. If Andrea is still alive today... She would be 44 years old. Do you have something you would like to see mysteriously listed? Do you have a particular theme that interests you? Message us on Facebook at Mysteriously Listed and on Twitter at Mysterious List. If you like what you've heard today, we would love for you to share this episode on your social media of choice. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate it if you could leave a positive review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Research, additional writing and hosting is by me, Ali. Music is by Mayu. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.